Before we start this episode, we have a quick message from our sponsors. If you're studying for the Foreign Service Officer Test like us, we have a great study tool for you. Besides listening to our podcast, we also use FSO Compass. On FSO Compass, you can find practice tests for every section, comprehensive courses that guide you through the entire application process, and you can even connect with other aspiring U.S. diplomats. The resources have really helped us prepare, and we hope they help you too. To access FSO Compass and get 10% off your annual subscription, be sure to use the link in our description box. Good luck! and welcome back to another episode of How Did We Not Know That? I'm Nat. I'm Jack. And we're back with season two. Woo! <laughs> so exciting, so exciting. Um, yeah, it's season two. This season we're going to be talking about world history. So we have a lot of fun and exciting topics coming your way. So today, Jack, I actually don't know what you're going to talk about today. (laughs) I'm going to talk about Ireland for our Irish viewers who are so dedicated. We see you. Wow. Shout out to our Irish viewers. Let's just get right into it. Happy season two. Missed you guys. We're really excited. Nat, did you know that Ireland is actually split? Isn't it like northern, southern Ireland? I honestly, like I hear about like issues going on with North and South Ireland today, but I don't know the history behind it. Yeah, me neither. I heard that like Ireland was part of the UK and it wasn't part of the UK and then I wasn't sure what was going on there. And so actually, for our viewers who are not familiar of the location of Ireland, it's an island that's off Western Europe and it's in the Atlantic Sea. So it's like Northwest from Europe. Is it closest to England? Like, is it like right off the coast or is it pretty far? Yeah, it's like right off the coast of England. Okay. Yeah, so that island is split into two parts with the South being called Ireland like what we f- we formerly know as Ireland or the Republic of Ireland. And then the north is Northern Ireland, and it's actually part of the UK. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then records of the island of Ireland date back to forever. We're actually going to start in 500 BC with the arrival of Celts. So around 500 BC, people immigrated to Ireland and that group of people were called Celtic people. It was like Celtic heritage. And that later became known as the dominant Irish ethnic group. And so the religion that Celtics practiced was called paganism. And it wasn't until the fifth century, so that's 400 BC, when a 16 year old boy from Roman Britain was kidnapped and and Roman Britain is not like England it's like another I can't really describe it that well but it's he's kidnapped from like a different area the 16 year old boy and he's taken to Ireland as a slave and then he escapes Ireland and he goes and studies Catholicism so the okay the major religion at the time is Catholicism mm-hmm. 
at least that form of Christianity. There's, like, Judaism. I know you're not religious, so I'm trying to break no, it down. No, yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, like, basically, okay, rough religion <laughs> history lesson. There's Judaism, and Judaism is, like, Jewish. Okay. And then Jesus, who is, uh, I don't know if anyone's heard of Jesus Christ. He's, <laughs> like, oh, I think it sounds familiar. The head of Christianity, but Jesus was originally yeah. a Jew, so he studied, he practiced Judaism, and then he became known as the son mm-hmm. of God in the eyes of Christians and he died for our sins and everything and so if you believe that Jesus is the coming of Christ then that is Christianity so you believe yeah. in Jesus Christ you believe in God and everything yeah does that make sense yeah, I feel no, like I need makes... to bring a whiteboard out here and like sketch it out <laughs> like draw lines so like the difference like the main difference between Judaism and Christianity is that Christians believe that Jesus is the son of God but Judaism doesn't necessarily believe that he's the son of god yeah they don't be- they okay. believe he's like a guy um yeah but like not that but he's like the coming of christ or anything okay i hope that's right i'm gonna fact check myself <laughs> but um yeah so anyway so jesus forms this branch it's christianity and like the biggest first branch of christianity is actually catholicism so that's the roman catholic faith and that was the only form of christianity back then so you're like it's catholic you're like okay um if you believe in jesus christ and like god you're you would be a catholic so the boy he flees and he's catholic and then he comes back to ireland to convert the irish to christianity because again the irish at this time paganism was a religion so he converts the irish to christianity specifically catholicism and that boy later becomes known as the patron saint of ireland aka saint patrick so that's why we have saint patrick's day oh okay yeah so that's what that's about and then the big quote with saint patrick is that he's credited with driving the snakes out of ireland and that's a metaphor because ireland never had snakes the snakes are a metaphor for pagans yikes so long story short ireland is turned completely catholic by about 480 and Ireland and England during this time are all Catholic and that lasts for centuries. Eventually we hit the 16th century and then something big happens with religion. And do you remember what that was? Um I'm guessing that there's like a like division. Oh, does it have to do with like popes? There's two popes. Am I thinking of? No. Tell okay, me what no. you're thinking with the popes. <laughs> Isn't there like a division in Christianity? So like there's Catholics and then like a new... Yeah, there weren't popes, but it's, um, you're okay. right that there is a division in Christianity. So there is a man called Martin Luther and he was a monk and he posted like a bunch of complaints about the Catholic church on a door, I believe the story yeah. goes. And that was when then he he broke off from catholicism and formed his own branch of christianity called luther lutheranism lutherism oh. and so that's one that's one break off of catholicism and then also king henry the eighth wanted a divorce from his wife and in catholicism you're not allowed to get a divorce i mean nowadays you can if it's a very serious issue like abuse or anything that's you can get a divorce but I think he wanted it because his wife was not birthing boys. Mm. So he wanted a divorce and the Pope would not allow it. So he created his own religion so he could get a divorce. And it was like another branch of Christianity. And so it's Anglican, I believe, is that religion. Now started by King Henry VIII. So the main thing to get from that is that we now have these other branches of Christianity. 
So those, anything that's not Catholic is known as Protestant. So that includes Lutheranism, Anglican, Baptist, Presbyterian, all these Christian mm. terms that you may or may not have heard of. All those branches are known as Protestant branches. Oh. And then Catholicism is its own branch. Okay. Catholicism was the main one. Okay. And then everyone else broke off from Catholicism. So, okay, so just to clarify, so Christianity, and then there's like two, it splits up into two groups, Catholic, Protestant. And then within Protestant, there's like all... Yeah, correct. All these other branches. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I like to think of it as like... Okay, this is just me being... Yeah, no, no, go for it. Because I'm Catholic. But like, I think it's like Christianity and Catholic... was like one branch is Catholicism, mm-hmm. right? So like, like Judaism, Christianity, yeah. right? No, actually, Judaism, then we get Christianity. Yeah. <laughs> and then from Christianity, we get Catholicism. Okay. And then from under Catholicism, it breaks out... No, your your example's probably better that like out of Christianity breaks the other like, ones. But like the timeline, they really broke off from Catholicism. Yeah, like the, chronologically, it goes Catholic to Catholicism to all the other ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, they did. They broke off. Gotcha. So that's huge. Yeah. So England, which is they had the King of England, everything. Mm-hmm. England's now Protestant. Maybe not everyone's Protestant yet, but now there's like a push for you to be protestant in england Mm -hmm. that's like the king's religion and so now you're under the king and you follow the king's form of christianity okay then we will go into so that's important to note is that remember ireland's catholic and england was catholic but now england has broken off into these little forms of christianity called that or like protestantism we'll call it protestants So okay. now to talk about like the actual border in Ireland, we have to start with the 17th century. So there's something called the Plantations of Ulster in the 17th century. So that's when the border starts to begin. Mm-hmm. Since the 12th century, British had been present in Ireland. Like they're just doing trade, they're hanging out in Ireland anyways. The English were doing like their regular oppressive practices as they're while they're present. Like they're always doing this. I feel yeah. like England just has a check list like go to a new place forbid marriage between the locals ban them from speaking their language ruin everything so they did all of that when they came to ireland and they're just living on the coast too it's like one or two people trying to do this whole thing to like uh, an entire country yeah and yeah they banned gaelic irish which is native language of irish people they've been trying to do that and it wasn't really successful ulster is a province in Ireland, and it is the most Gaelic Irish province in Ireland. Okay. And basically there was a war between Protestant English and the Catholic lords in that area. The Protestant English ended up defeating the Irish Catholics, and the Irish Catholic lords in that area fled, and they left behind the land. So the Protestant settlers just took over that land, and those Protestant settlers were from Scotland and England, and... um, they just settled in Ulster. So after that war was fought... Okay, does that make sense? You look yeah. confused. No, but so wait, this is Ulster. Ulster is in the south? Or you said it was east? Where? No, Dublin you says east. So, okay, the, the English come and they're like... They settle in this area known as the Pale. And yeah, like, yeah, they yeah. didn't expand on that, but the Pale is like on the east coast. So that's just like they've arrived from like trade okay. stuff. And then Ulster is... Oh, I don't even have my world map. But Ulster, <laughs> Ulster is like um like a province in the north, like northeast. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. So, and then okay, so it's Protestant in the north. It's not Protestant yet. There's, like, English settlers. And then Ulster was still Catholic, Irish Catholic, but you have all these English Protestants that are settling there. And mm. then they had this war between them. Yeah. Because, you know, the, the English are, like, kind of pushing them around and, like, taking land and banning all trying to ban these things and enforce these laws and so they have a war and then the irish catholics lose the war and then they flee the area and the english protestants just take over the area and like claim it as theirs right but they're fleeing the north area so they're going from north to south okay that's not clear so they they did flee but i think some things said that they fleed they fleed they flew fled fled i think they fled, yeah. <laughs> they fled to England, or they fled to the oh, south. Either way, okay, so just... they like left the area. Okay. Like they're gone. Yeah, so I then see. that's when the Protestant English take over. And then, okay. so now there's a lot of Protestants in that area of Ulster. Mm-hmm. And although there are still native Irish Catholics in the area of Ulster, the province is now dominated by Protestants, and those Protestants are loyal to the British crown. Okay. So then we go to 1641 and we have something called the Irish Confederate Wars. So it's a war between Ireland, Scotland, and England. And I don't know if this was clear, I kind of mentioned it, but Protestant settlers were actually Scottish and English. Okay. So keep that in mind too. It's really, Irish is, the Irish are still Catholic, but, and I don't know the history of Scotland, but it's just from history, it was Scotland and England together that were the Protestant invaders. (laughs) Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, 1641, Irish Confederate Wars between Ireland, Scotland, and England. And it's really Scotland and England together against Ireland. So Ireland tries to push back against the anti-Catholic Protestant countries, Scotland and England. Yeah. The English end up winning that as well again. And now the Catholic majority Ireland is run by a Protestant minority. Okay. Sounds a lot like the States. Oh, yeah. So then we'll go to 1798. There's something known as the Irish Rebellion. So this was inspired by the French and American revolutions. And it was an uprising of the Irish against British rule in Ireland. So then the French tried to help the Irish in the uprising. And again, the uprising was suppressed by the British crown, so the Irish lost. It was really, really violent, too. So they lost Mm -hmm. 10,000 to 30,000 lives. That happens in 1781. Again, Mm -hmm. it's still Protestant English rule Ireland. And then we have the Act of Union in 1800s. In the year 1800, the United Kingdom, which at the time just consisted of England and Scotland. Okay. I don't know. Are you familiar with, like, the history of the UK? Um. Um, no, isn't, like, isn't just the UK, Scotland, part of Ireland, and then Wales? Is Wales in the UK? Yeah, it's, like, okay. oh, did, is England not in, no, oh, sorry, England, England. Is, okay. Yeah, it's, like, England, Scotland, part of Ireland, and then Wales? Yeah, I didn't know what it was either, but, like, when I was doing research, they showed the animation of each <laughs> part joining the UK. So gotcha. it was England. And then the first country to join England and form the UK was Scotland. So, gotcha. right. So 1800s, UK has been formed. And now they're concerned that Ireland is going to break off and join with France in fighting against the British again. Because this is only two years after the Irish Rebellion. Mm-hmm. So because of this fear, the UK absorbs Ireland 
into them as well in the Act of Union 1800 or 1801. It's called both. Um, So there's a lot of opposition to this, obviously. And throughout the 1800s, there was a rise in violent rebellions to oppose it and demand self-governing. Wow. Okay, so this is like, sorry, I'm like just trying to like think about it. This is like a big, a really big deal because at this time, like Britain has colonies all over the world, but then that's just considered like the British Empire. But the fact that Ireland was acquired into the United Kingdom, that's saying like, you're not just a colony, you're one of like, us, a, a part of the UK, you're the United yeah. Kingdom. So, right, like that's a lot more significant than just having them as a part of the empire. Yeah. Right? Well, how did the empires work, though? Because even though they're, they didn't absorb them into the UK, it's still like territory and rule. I think that's just known as like Great Britain then, right? Like, because there's like, there's so many terms. Oh my God. It's like United Kingdom, Great Britain, and then England. England is just like the country. I think Great Britain is like the whole British Empire, all the colonies they have, and then the United Kingdom is just like those few oh. former colonies that they're like, okay, but this is like our, our crew. That makes so much more sense. I think so. Okay, I was using England, UK, and Great Britain all interchangeably, but that makes so much sense because Great Britain is like the great, like everything, everything. and then Kingdom is like I think I would fact check this, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'll look into that too. I never knew. I I just called them all the same thing. (laughs) Okay, well, yeah, it's a pretty big deal. So (laughs) Ireland is now part of the UK. Yeah, they're not having a good time. They don't like it. (laughs) And, well, I shouldn't say that. Northern Ireland's having a ball. Yeah. Ulster, the (laughs) Protestant English. And then the rest of Ireland, not really liking it. Yeah. So then in 1920, the official border happens. Oh, okay. So under the Government of Ireland Act, the British government made an attempt to reconcile the two demands of both areas of Ireland because north part of Ireland, which is, well, not just Ulster, but the north part of Ireland is like Protestant Mm -hmm. and the south part is Catholic. And there's all these fights and uprisings and rebellions and civil wars trying to, like, push for independent rule. So to reconcile the demands, they create a partition between the parts of Ireland. Okay. So the Irish nationalist, which is known as Southern Ireland, demands for the separation of Ireland from Britain. So they don't want to be a part of the UK. They don't want to be associated with Britain. They just want to be Ireland. And then the Unionist, which is the northern part of Ireland, demands to remain part of the United Kingdom. Mm. So they they want to be a part of the UK. They like it. And they're in conflict. Oh, wait, okay, I have two questions really quick. Okay, first, mm-hmm. is this is like a stupid question. This partition, is it just like invisible? Is there like a physical structure that's actually, like is there a wall or like a fence or something? Or is it just like... Uh, you're asking a good question. There's not... I'm sure there's like a gate maybe, yeah. but it's not like a physical yeah. wall yet. But in Northern Ireland, which I'll get to later, there's actually walls between Protestant and Catholics. Wow. Like they build, they're called peace walls, but they literally build them separating the neighborhoods because there's so much violence. Wow. Like it's really oh, bad. But between like the partition that we're talking about where there's an official border now, I don't know if they built an actual wall yeah. for that. Yeah, okay. Interesting. Okay, probably, yeah. yeah. I'm guessing there's not like a, yeah. Yeah, along the entire border, but probably around. Well, parts, maybe, because okay. it's not a huge island, so... That's true. It is pretty tiny. And if they hate each other that much. Yeah, like... if it gets that violent, then yeah. 
And then, okay, like, just my second, it's mostly, like, just a remark, but, like, I guess, so, like, in 1920, this is, like, after World War One. like, the whole, everyone in Ireland probably had to fight World War One under the British flag, so I'm sure that's, like, kind of what caused, uh, like, the, this is what really, like, flared the argument into, like, people actually, like, declaring themselves as, like, unionist versus nationalist, right? Am I, that's just, like, a guess i'm making no you are literally spot on like you really (laughs) know your history because that's exactly like what happened okay i'm just gonna go right into it so in 1922 Mm -hmm. we there was the irish free state constitution act and that established that ireland was a free state but a dominion of the british commonwealth so that is like canada australia new zealand south africa Like, all of those places are formerly British territories. They're their own country, but they also, the queen is technically their queen, too. Okay. It's kind of like U.S. territories, like, we talked about in our minisodes, where they have their own local governments, but then they're under the ultimate jurisdiction of the president of the United States. Kind of similar. True, true, true. Okay, mm-hmm. Ireland becomes one of those. In the Irish Free State Constitution Act, they gave the north part of Ireland a clause that allowed them to opt out of the agreement and stay part of the UK, and they wow. took that immediately. Like, they were, yes, opt me out. I don't want to be, like, wow. I want to be part of the UK. So now there are two British parliaments because of this. There's one in Dublin for the south, and then there's one in Belfast for the north. Okay. And some of the people in the South are okay with the treaty because they're an Irish free state. So they're like, wow, like we're, we're free, we're Irish, mm. we're like independent. And other people are against the treaty because they're like, no, we're still under the British crown. We're like a ter- formerly a territory, you know, like we don't like it. It's not good enough. We want to mm. be fully independent. So that leads to a civil war. Oh, also too. So, and also people who are anti-treaty felt that no we're also entitled to the whole country of ireland oh. not just a part of it like northern ireland is ours as well. well so that's okay so as the nationalists they're not just like oh like southern ireland will secede from like the uk like we'll be our own thing they want everyone in the whole island to yeah I so see. i mean because it that right the south has like split ideas too right some of the south people are like it's cool it's fine like everything's fine and then like we're free (laughs) and the other part is like no we get all of it i'm sure within that there's arguments too like no maybe we don't get all of it but like no we don't want to be a part of like a free state anyways it should just be independent i Um, see so obviously there's differing opinions on the treaty gotcha but that disagreement led to a civil war in the south which was pro and anti-treaty the pro-treaty side wins and solidifies the irish free state as british dominion okay so then in 1937 they held a vote in i think south ireland so in 1937 a vote was held for a new constitution to remove all british ties from ireland and 56 percent of people who voted in that were in favor of the new constitution and renaming the country to Ireland or the Republic of Ireland to differentiate itself from the island Ireland. Okay. South of Ireland is all cool. They're like, yeah, let's remove like all British ties. And because they removed their British ties from it, 
like you mentioned the war, right? And like how they had to fight under the crown. After this constitution passed, Ireland's now its own country. And they used that to exercise their right to remain neutral in World War II. Oh, okay. Anyways, South Ireland is peachy keen. It's just Ireland now. Yeah. And now we go to Northern Ireland. Because remember, there are still Irish Catholics in Northern Ireland. Yeah. So then we enter a time period known as the Troubles. Mm. So this started in 1969, and it was... Like, a lot of violence Mm -hmm. in Northern Ireland. Because although a majority of Northern Ireland is Protestant, there is still a minority of Irish Catholics and Nationalists. Okay. So the Catholic minority... Surprise, surprise. Not really. It's not a surprise. (laughs) Um, They were subjected to discrimination when it came to employment, housing, and education. It's like routine British oppression. Mm -hmm. We we know the story as Americans. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The result um, of that was violent conflict for three decades between the Irish and the British Catholics and Protestants. Wow, three decades. Oh, yeah. It was very bad. And uh, like we just said a little earlier, the, like, physical... It was so bad that physical walls got put up between neighborhoods separating Catholics and Protestants because the violence was very bad. It was actually quote-unquote, um, spoken about as mild warfare. Wow. Like, that's how bad it was. Maybe not, like, a full-on war, but, like, bullets are going off and everything. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Bad. Actually, yeah. Okay, this is just, like, a side note, but I was gonna take a class on terrorism at OSU, and I was, like, so, I was, like, reading the description, and it was, like, focusing on Ireland, and I remember reading it being, like, what? Terrorism in Ireland? And, um, now I get it, but... It's, like, just not something you would think of, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. No, I was surprised. Because I, I was like, I wonder why Ireland's separate. And it's a big deal. This has been... This has lasted since the English have come to Ireland. <laughs> They've been having Centuries. this issue. Yeah. Right? It's still ongoing. You know, the violence lasts until 1995. So it's literally, like, 25 years long. And 3,500 people lose their lives. Wow. The Troubles was resolved through the signing of the Good Friday Agreement, also known as the Belfast Agreement. Mm. What it said in this, like, agreement was that Ireland has to remove their claim over Northern Ireland because their constitution was like, yeah, we're independent and we get all of Ireland. And so that's why there's a lot of conflict, too, because the nationalists are like, no, like, we're, this is all Ireland and then yeah. the Protestants are like, no, like, we're the UK. Wow. You know. And so Ireland has to remove their claim over Northern Ireland in the Constitution. And the British and Irish governments agreed that if the time comes that the majority of Northern Ireland ever wants to break off and become independent or rejoin Southern Ireland, then mm-hmm. it will be allowed to do so. Okay. Like, peacefully. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I know. It's, it's a good resolution. <laughs> Granted, I don't know if that's ever going to happen since the majority is Protestant. Yeah. So, basically, Northern Ireland is not going to become a part of Ireland until a majority decide to, and it has kept the peace so far between the regions. There hasn't been... Mm. There's still mild violence and conflict between the two, but it's not as bad as it was during the Troubles era. Okay. Oh, so, okay, I don't know if you're like about to talk about this but are are you gonna talk about brexit at any point that's a good question i was i had a feeling you're gonna ask about brexit do you like (laughs) do you have questions on it i'm like yeah because i'm just confused because i know there was a lot of confusion when england originally voted to to remove themselves from the european union right because then it was like oh northern ireland would northern ireland go with them and then like would scotland go with them 
And then I think in like the rest of the UK, like is it just England or is it all of the UK? And then I think, oh, I would fact test, fact check this, but I think also like Scotland, they had a vote to see if they wanted to uh, remove themselves from the UK. But then it was like it was like fifty five to like forty five percent. But basically, they voted to stay in the UK. So I think they're no longer part of the European Union. But honestly, I don't know. Brexit is very confusing. And Europe is really not, like, my forte, <laughs> so I don't know what's yeah. going on there. No, I didn't, I tried to look a little into Brexit with it, because I didn't understand yeah. what that was about, but it really, what I got from the research was England wanted to remove themselves from the European, or UK, the UK wanted to mm-hmm. remove themselves from the European Union, and the main concerns with that with Ireland is because like, right now, it's a soft border between Northern Ireland and Southern Ireland. Yeah. But if they were to leave, that's a hard border now because it it's not just a border between Ireland and the UK. It's a border between, like, the EU and then this country that's not a part of it. Yeah, like, you would need a visa to, like, go. Because, like, you're not, like, if you have an EU visa, then you could just travel freely, freely to any EU country. But if there's a hard border there... Half of it is in the EU, half of it isn't. Like, yeah, then you would, I mean, I don't know if that actually happened, but like, yeah, you're right. Like immigration would be like restricted or like it'd be filtered, you know. Also, don't they have different currencies? Yeah, the EU has the same currencies and then, but then again, do they? We have to ask a European friend Yeah. because (laughs) I'm pretty sure, isn't Sweden in the EU? They are, aren't they? I I don't think so, actually. Oh, okay, never mind. Wait, wait, wait. Because Sweden uses, they don't use, like, the same, do they use the pound in the EU? Wait, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look up, I'm gonna look up who's in the EU. (laughs) Sorry, European Union country. Yeah, Sweden's in there, but Sweden doesn't use the same currency. Um, okay, so the Republic of Ireland is the euro, and then Northern Ireland, they use the British pound. Did the UK already split? Yeah, didn't Brexit, like, already happen? Yeah, so I don't know. Did UK leave the EU? The U- oh, the so. UK has left the EU, and the transition period after Brexit comes to an end this year in wow. January 2021. Wow, so I wonder what's going on with Ireland. Wow. To our Irish viewers, please let us know what's up. Yeah. Send us a message at howdoweenotknowthat at gmail.com. <laughs> let us know how you're doing and what, what's going on over there. Yeah. What's it like? Do you, do you need a visa to go to Northern Ireland? But yeah, that was a good question. Yeah, signs of the conflict can still be seen today, especially wow. in Belfast. And uh, yeah, there are physical walls separating the communities and there's still occasional violence. But the government has a goal to remove all of these so-called peace walls by 2023. Wow. Okay, interesting. I also, okay, just another remark I was just like thinking about. I wonder for the Brexit vote, I, w- I would be really interested to see what the breakdown was, like what each region and like um what each like country within the UK like voted for. Like I wonder if like Ireland voted like strongly in favor or against it compared to like, yeah, I wonder if like the vote percentages like differed between like England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales. That'd be really interesting because... Yeah, let me see. I'll see if it breaks down. Yeah, it does break down. Okay, so... Wow, this is so interesting. I never <laughs> understood it. And now I'm like, okay, this is what's going on. So, England 
Wow, it was very close. Well, okay, Scotland. <laughs> Basically, so England voted to leave by 53%. Uh-huh. It was so, so close. close. That's... Northern Ireland voted to stay by 55%. Okay. It was super close as well. Scotland voted to stay for 62%. Okay. And then Wales voted to leave for 52%. Wow. Those, like, aren't really big margins, you know? Yeah, it's very close. Just Scotland's like, okay, you... It's pretty like, clear you want to stay, but they lost yeah. still. And I think that's why after that, then they had the vote, like, oh, should we stay in the UK? And then they were like, yeah, let's stay in the UK. But then that vote was also, like, very slim, slim margins. Yeah, wow. That's so interesting. See, I, like, never realized how <laughs> interesting the history of the UK was. Oh, okay, here's the thing. It's, like, even when we talked about European history in... You like, like in the U.S. in history class in high school. Like I feel like we didn't talk about this, like just how the British came into Ireland and like how there's this huge division, and we didn't like talk about like minority voices within the U.K. So I think true. Also, that's really good to note because for our viewers who aren't aware, or even our American viewers, anytime you want to talk about racism in the states, there's always a white Irish person, <laughs> Irish American person, who says, yeah. "Look at how the Irish were treated," and this yeah. shows you right now if you look into the history of ireland that the discrimination against irish was not because they're white it's because they were catholic yeah so next time you hear someone say that you can say it's catholics versus protestants because for people who don't know about the history of the united states if you missed season one the i guess biggest bullies in american history are the protestant english that came over well yeah and like that's the whole thing is like even irish catholics in america were like discriminated against when they first came like you can't argue against that there's a lot of discrimination however like yes irish catholics in the u.s were paid less than american like than protestant christians in the u.s but they were still paid more than people of color within the u.s and then once irish catholics started unionizing they did not include people of color in their union protests so (laughs) right there is intersectionality between oppressions right it's like muslims who come to the states especially from african countries Mm. you're discriminated on religion you're discriminated against by color Mm. you're discriminated against by gender if you identify as transgender or you are female yeah, and, like, so. just, like, which country you're coming from, like, which continent. Like, yeah, no, it's, like, there's a lot of different degrees and, like, <laughs> variations. Different layers, yeah. But, yeah, that that's the partition of Ireland. Wow. That's really interesting. Um, I really had no idea how intense their history was, so I'm really glad we learned about that. And now I gotta pay attention to what's going on in Ireland, like, today. I really know nothing about that, so... Yeah, thank you so much, Jack, for sharing this and for starting off season two. Yes, of course. So excited for the rest of season two. Yay! Stay tuned, everyone. Bye. This has been an episode of How Did We Not Know That. If you liked it, don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. You can also follow us on all social media, including YouTube, at How Did We Not Know That. If you thought our podcast was low quality, we know. We thought so, too. Help us improve the podcast by contributing to our Patreon. Thank you for listening, and see you guys next week.